Hey everyone, it's Ron Johnson, and this is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. Today's show, we're going to talk about the Netflix special, The Quarterback. I got some thoughts here. I've been seeing a lot of tweets. I've been seeing a lot of comments. Uh, some from hometown fans talking about Kirk Cousins stole the show. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is annoying. Uh, Marcus Mariota was boring. Two of those things you can say are right, but one of them, man, eh, didn't sit well with me. But we'll talk about that next on the Ron Johnson Show. Locked on Sports Minnesota Podcast. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. Now the Ron Johnson Show. On the field, in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. He's played with them, hung out with them, and grown up with all the big names in Minnesota sports. They're hanging out with Ron Johnson. It's the Ron Johnson Show on the Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast. And it starts now. This is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. It's a beautiful Monday. Birds are chirping, winds blowing, sun is peaking. It's a great day to be in the sports world. And we're going to talk about the Netflix special. I finally had a chance to watch it. I don't understand how people can binge watch stuff right away. Um, I don't, maybe their kids are old enough. They could do, I don't, I don't have time right now to even do it. But finally, finally, we had a tournament in on a Saturday. So me and my wife got a chance to sit down and kind of binge watch a little bit. We were folding clothes and doing other stuff, making dinner, but we got a chance to watch the Netflix special. I had to do it. I consider it a work thing because I got to talk about Kirk Cousins. And we're going to talk about the Netflix show uh, as I bring my producer to the show, Sam Action. But before I do that, remember, people, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Just visit FanDuel.com backslash locked on to get started today it's going to make every moment more like i told you guys don't forget i did that no sweat first bet i bet on the nuggets to beat the lakers five and a half and it paid off so i'm hooked it's fun it's fast it makes everything a little bit more exciting so make sure you guys check out fanduel.com backslash locked on to get started well as i bring my producer to the show sam ekstrom sam had a chance to finally watch Netflix, and uh, there were some options out there. I could have watched Extraction 2 uh, with Thor. I've uh, been meaning to watch that. That Maybe that's this coming weekend because we have NAFA Nationals, 14U Nationals for my daughter, which is the high school uh, Nationals, the 8th or whatever, ninth and 10th grade Nationals, 8th, ninth and 10th grade, I don't know. But 8th, ninth and 10th grade Nationals. So she's a 7th grader, but she's, you know, they're going to play up to 14U, so it should be fun for a 12-year-old to do it. Um, but that's not this weekend. So this weekend, we're free. So I'm looking forward to this weekend, maybe jumping to some more Netflix. But this week's Netflix, I finally got a chance to watch quarterback. I started a little bit of it uh, every time my wife went to bed, and then she caught glimpses of it, and then she started watching. One, what caught her eye was Kirk Cousins talking about his faith. He talked about God, how uh, his faith was important to him, how he wanted to put his best foot forward. Uh, and my wife, you know, we're, we're both. Uh, Christians, but but she loves to hear those sports stories when when God's brought up, and so uh, that that drew her to it to hear. And then Marcus Mariota as well is a, is a believer, and so you hear Marcus Mariota bring it up, and and so that was another one for us. So it was kind of like, oh man, let me let me keep watching and see what happens. And so we're we're you know we're playing them just to go. We're playing it. We're not dialed in super hard, but here's where I go with this, Sam. I saw some comments from people, one of which was Ben Lieber. Ben Lieber works for the Vikings. Ben Lieber sat down with Kirk and Julie Cousins and interviewed them. 
for this special. So, of course, Sam, you know this, man. Every time we have people on the show, we feel a little bit more connected to that person. We want that person to win. We, we want to be in that person's corner. That's what Kirk Cousins is right now for Ben Lieber. Ben Lieber, Kirk Cousins is in, or Ben Lieber's in Kirk Cousins' corner because of the interview. But he says, Kirk Cousins stole the show. Oh, no, 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 never mind. So it was the first tweet six days ago. So I'm wrong. I'm sorry, Ben Lieber. I apologize. It's not even Tuesday, and I'm already having to have a testimony uh, to apologize to somebody. But on this mission Monday, my mission is we're gonna we're gonna break dial Kirk Cousins this. So I gotta apologize to Ben Lieber already. Or <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave it in the show. I was gonna say, should we go start over again? I'm gonna leave it in the show. He said, this is when he said it. Kirk Cousins will be the star of this show. But he said this when they first announced it was coming, like the day of it, like six days before it. Aired. Okay. So, so that's where he was wrong. He is not going to be the star of the show. It was definitely Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and, and, and again, I think the way Peyton Manning did this, and it's because it's cool. It's just, it's just raw footage. This is just unedited footage. They're just capturing. They're going to create something. If Kirk Cousins made it to a Super Bowl, if he beats the Giants, if he goes to the NFC Championships to play the Eagles, we might have a different storyline for Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? Like finally gets the big show, finally gets. But he didn't. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, think about this. That was like luck for them to get Patrick Mahomes and he makes it to a Super Bowl like that was pure luck. And to win it like I hope next season is like Jalen Hurts. Um, Like if you pick three, who would you pick? I would pick Jalen Hurts for one. Uh, I would pick Aaron Rodgers with the Jets for two. I don't know who my third as if as if hard knocks isn't enough. Yeah. Send Netflix at him, too. (laughs) Hey, Netflix. this thing. Some some shows like the Madden curse, you make the Madden cover, it's not going to go well for you. Uh, the Hard Knocks curse, you're a Hard Knocks, you you have you you're not going to win a Super Bowl. Netflix can say, look, if you come on our show with Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. one in three chances you're going to be in the Super Bowl and win it. So yeah. I mean, oh Joe Burrow, easy Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, and uh, Aaron Rodgers. You got two future stars, and then you got a guy out the way out the door. Because you got to have three, like, different story. Like, you can't have three superstars, because then it's just like, we're just watching superstardom. You got to have kind of, or maybe a rookie. Maybe I would uh, love one rookie, yeah. Anthony uh, Anthony Richardson or C.J. Stroud or, yeah, or, or one of those guys. And then, like, a, a Jalen Hurts or Joe Burrow, and then, like, an Aaron Rodgers. Like, an old dog, a new dog, and then an up-and-coming star. Like, I, I, I would like that. I would like to see that. It's not bad. Marcus Mariota, though, like, the struggle – it was cool to hear like what happened, like you know, because when they said Marcus Mariota's just gone, the knee injury, like they didn't, they they that storyline they played it up completely wrong. They could have said his knee is hurt, we're not going to start him, so he's going to have surgery to get his meniscus repaired. Like that would have been a way better storyline than Marcus Mariota isn't with the team right now. So yeah, but anyway, I got to apologize to Ben Lieber for that. But somebody else did tweet, and that wasn't Lieber. Somebody else tweeted too, because there's I'm not looking at just one tweet. And again, these are all Vikings fans, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. A lot of people were saying, like, oh, man, Kirk Cousins this. Kirk Cousins stole the show. Like, oh, man. But here's where I go with mine. I learned a lot about Kirk Cousins. One, Kirk Cousins knows he's playing Jane. Kirk Cousins, two, is just like everybody else. He shops at – well, I don't even shop at Costco. I do for my kids, though. My wife loves to get those sweatshirts, the gopher sweatshirts and stuff from Costco. I'm not buying my clothes from Costco. Um, but L.L. Bean – that's probably out of my – I don't even know what stuff costs in L.L. Bean, but that's not my type of clothing. Um, but just watching Kirk Cousins talk about his clothing, and then when he does something, it becomes a thing if it's out of the norm. Like, I like that he owned up to that, that you like that. Like, he's understanding that game and how important it was to his brand. He 
he trademarked it. So he's also business savvy. He's not just a crazy clown. Uh, so I do like that about Kirk Cousins. And then some of the interceptions. I went on Vikings fan line and I defended Kirk on a lot of interceptions. A lot of people said, oh, you're just, you're just, blah, blah. And even on our show, we talked about it. I talked about the interceptions of the Eagles game. I talked about the interceptions. Um, I forgot the other game, the Colts game. Colts game. Um, Jalen Rager, his fault. They, we finally see Kirk say it. The Eagles game. It was Justin Jefferson's fault. I said this all the time. Sometimes you have to understand the route combination and the quarterback's footwork. Kirk Cousins was on a big three, and it was, I got to get rid of the ball now. It was a double post. First guy runs a skinny or a, a flat post to take the one safety out of it. Second guy runs either a skinny or a flat post across the second defender's face, which was Darius Slay, I think. Justin Jefferson kind of ran it like a deep post and tried to keep it high. You can't do that in the red zone. And Kirk Cousins even said it like, hey, man, like, he, and Justin Jefferson says, I didn't think I can get there. It doesn't matter, man. I'm throwing the ball. Like, get there. Like, go across his face. Like, you can't get behind him because we don't have enough green. Now, if you're in the open field, like on the minus 20 and you're going out, take it high because there was nobody back there. And that was up. Justin Jefferson did it perfect if it was in the open field because there was no back safety. The first safety was taken up by the first underneath over route and the second defender and because it was looks like it was quarters or cover three was slay and he was up because he was i don't know he was maybe robbing like he knew i don't know what that or what was red too so technically he doesn't have to go anywhere uh which if we remember red too sorry vikings fans but that was when cam dantzler backed into the end zone versus staying on the goal line and mike zimmer says if he stands on the goal line we win that game i don't know if you remember that one sam i think it was a lions game remember uh, yeah, when da yeah, Dantzler letting Amon Ross St. Brown get in front Just of him. Just run in front of him, yep. And that's what Justin Jefferson was supposed to do to Darius Slay, but Darius Slay is one of the best to ever do it. And so he's like, I know what you're going to do. If I cut this off, you have to make a perfect pass over my head to the back of the end zone, and I still have maybe time to react to it. So he played it perfect. So – in that instance, though, Justin Jefferson just has to save Kirk from an interception and just run into Darius Slay or cross his face and get in the way uh, because you're going to get hit. Even if you don't think you can get there, get there. Like, run at him, uh, yep, and then get in front of him. And it's a double post. Kirk's throwing it on the big three or maybe quick five. Um, so it was good to see Justin or Kirk say that. Like, hey, man, like, you know, come on, man, what you doing? So some of those interceptions, man, weren't Kirk's fault, but we gave that Eagles game to Kirk, like, you threw all these interceptions. You suck. Blah, blah. Avante Maddox being underneath. The other one, the, 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 the Bills one, even when he's like, I loved see, seeing that, the mic'd up of that. Like he threw that interception to number 30 in the flat. And he's like, oh, he's like, I, I thought it was the curl. And then it was too late by the time I turned. And he was just standing there. Like, it's good to hear that because they're going to happen. Like you have to make a quick decision in the minute of a, like a span of a, like, what did they say? Like 0.9 seconds or something. So yeah, I don't know. But I learned a lot from Kirk. I'd say Patrick Mahomes. I, I will say Lieber's right on that. Like it was a little cringy. Uh, the the I'm like this and 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 I do this. Like, but at the same time, like you don't know what it feels like to be in that moment and those emotions. So it's hard to control. And Mariota, he did disappear from the show. So Lieber was right in those three kind of like breakdowns. Kirk Cousins is a dog. He took a ton of hits that we didn't even know about. He was you know like he was grimacing and it was hurting and he was getting frustrated. So, uh, and I like that Kevin O'Connell was his coach in that moment. You know, like, I don't know if Zimmer mm -hmm. coaches him through that coach game like that. Like, Kevin O'Connell was like, look, when he's frustrated, I got to let him work it out for a minute, and then I'll come back. There's no, there's no point in me trying to coach him up. I don't know if the last regime would have done that. They would have gotten in his face, like, get it together, blah, blah, whatever. We got to go do this. Like, they let Kirk work it out. Kirk worked it out. What happened second half? Patrick Beasley said it. We didn't need a five touchdowns. So, 
that's what I got from the Netflix special. I don't know, Sam. What did you think? Man, I, I enjoyed this show so much. I went in a little skeptical wondering, are they really going to show me anything I haven't already heard or seen? And they right. did. They showed me so much stuff. The the Buffalo footage, the indie footage, and then the Giants playoff footage mm-hmm. of Kirk was all terrific. It was fresh. It was new. It was raw. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've seen it kind of put this way, and I agree with it. Mahomes, and this is more regular. Like Obviously, Mahomes had to grit through the injury in the playoffs. But Correct. regular season, Mahomes almost makes quarterback look effortless with his yeah. skill set, right? Like he's... And he's he's talkative and he's active and he's just he's so engaged and he can flip a switch at any moment. Kirk makes his success look like you see how hard it is Correct. for him. Like he has to work so hard Super to make hard. up for the the deficit that he has athletically. Like Mahomes just kind of goes out there and reacts. And Kirk has to put so much in because he can't do that. He can't do what Mahomes can do. And he's kind of stressed out and he's working for every percentage and every inch. Um, Just a very different approach to the position. But based on what you said, like who was the star for trying to award a star? Mahomes is obviously the bigger personality. He's the Super Bowl champion. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is the technical winner. But I think Kirk did most for his brand on this show. Oh, yeah. I I think that he, more people, and I think it's almost universal – people love what they've seen from Kirk and they're all saying, Hmm, I didn't necessarily love Kirk going in. And now I have more respect for him. I'm yeah. seeing a lot of that. I think Kirk, I think he's a big winner in this, uh, in how people perceive him. Yeah. And, and this is what I say. If we were to give out like Emmys, uh, Patrick Mahomes would be up for an Emmy for lead, the leading actor role. Kirk cousins would be up for supporting actor role. The best performance by supporting actor in a show and Marcus Mariota would not be up for anything. I think he would just be up there for the team award for best movie. Like he would just get to go yeah. on stage cause he was in it. Um, but he wouldn't be up for anything. Um, but, or I have a or question. I have a maybe question comeback you, player. I don't know. Yeah. What'd you get? Um, okay. So you're as a, as a player, would you rather have your quarterback take the leadership approach of cousins who mm-hmm. kind of go, just goes about his own job? Doesn't say much on the sideline. Or have your quarterback be Mahomes, who's very loud, very vocal, very energized. Um, which would you rather have as a teammate? Um, honestly, I do like a talkative quarterback. Um, and, and the reason why, and both got it done. Both got, you know, they both got big time wins out of their teammates. Um I, I do like the vocal, like, because then you know where your quarterback's at. Like, you don't really ever know where Kirk's at mentally because he is so compartmentalized and he does keep so much in. And he, he you know, like Kevin O'Connell said, he works it out on his own. Um, Patrick Mahomes, you can tell when he's pissed off. You can tell when he's down. Um, also, like, he, he, he is an energy. Like, he's a, he's a little bit of an energy. Uh, the other thing I'll say too, man, like, the, something that I, like, I, I, I got motivated, like, you know, Patrick Mahomes workout, his ABC workout. Like, I don't know if I can recreate it, yeah. but I want to try it because <laughs> yeah. that looked awesome. 
like those movements and the like the like because I love what his trainer said too. like I'm going to make your muscles and your body move and do stuff at speed like you're turning and throwing you're stepping in like that's why he's able to make some of those throws like this because he actually that machine if you notice he's like rotating his entire body like it's mm -hmm. ridiculous and for those watching on youtube or 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 spotify or not spotify but um uh amazon fire or roku you could see the movements i'm doing if you don't understand it it's like this machine where it's like a it's like an over emphasize like those cable machines people use it like the gym and they do it nice and controlled his you can like yank and do like i'm not going to go to to the gym and do that because i would look stupid doing that in the gym uh, <laughs> like you got to be in a controlled space but i might go out to tco because i know the training house and, and i might try to do some of that stuff but like my daughter even today do she's been doing softball all like winter and, and spring and summer Today, she's getting a chance to do a volleyball camp all week, and then she's going to go back to softball next week. I'm excited about that after watching Patrick Mahomes. And I'm like, sometimes you got to put your body through different movements that aren't a part of your sport. Because when you train for your sport and train for your sport, you can do your sport. But then what happens when you have to do a different movement that's not technically your sport? Yeah, That's what I liked about Patrick Mahomes is he was able to – like, because we talk about like, oh, my God, I can't believe he can make that arm slot and he can make that throw. Dude is working it. Like, I can't believe he can run like that. He can move. He can do this, and he can run and throw and turn and throw it this way because he's running around a freaking facility like a madman just doing stuff where I guarantee a lot of quarterbacks aren't doing that. So I, I, I got a lot out of it. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to it. Peyton Man, there's no way Peyton Manning doesn't do it again. Like, there's no way. So I'm looking forward to see what three quarterbacks signed up for this year. They gave him for Netflix, too, and I'm guessing because it's Peyton Manning. Like, if Netflix had just came to the NFL, they'd be like, get out of my face. But the fact that it was Peyton Manning, they gave him a ton of access, a ton of like actual film to use because you're not supposed to like you have to have a license to do that. Where if you if you notice a lot of Netflix specials, they don't have actual game footage or even like team logos are used like they yeah. they're allowed to say professional football player, but they can't say who he plays for. They can't say like especially if that team's trademarked like they can't wear the gear like sometimes you'll see players have to tape uh, the logo because they're not allowed to have it on uh on the show you know like you can't have the, the your team logo on there like there's a lot of that so it was it was fun to see but i'm looking forward to seeing what peyton manning has but you're right sam too i did i think Kirk cousins gained a lot of fans um from that and 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 again you don't know what you have till it's gone this might be the situation for the vikings if they don't re-sign Kirk cousins and he goes and they don't get a good draft pick or a big time free agent pickup or a trade that people can be excited about It'd be interesting to see what 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 ends up happening because I mean honestly like think of like I even think about Marcus Mariota like could Marcus Mariota come in and lead the Minnesota Vikings if he had to do it for a year or two until they can get a quarterback in there like you know like I'm thinking about all the backups that maybe want to like give it one more go like I don't feel like there's a lot out there that would be better I mean cheaper but better than Kirk Cousins like but maybe Marcus Mariota and there's a the thing too man like I'm Marcus Mariota and maybe I'm just because he's a Netflix guy now. He might learn a lot from the Eagles, and then maybe the Vikings can't pick him up. And he is a run because he is a running quarterback. So he gives the Vikings something that Kirk doesn't, which is run the ball fast and effective. I mean, that's why Arthur Smith wanted him for the Falcons because he used him with the Titans and he liked how they ran the ball with the Titans. But then Tannehill came in and took his spot. Like, so that's that's some of the stuff I learned. Like, there's a lot to figure out. But if Kirk Cousins goes, 
Vikings fans, I don't think they know what they really have in Kirk. And um, it was fun. It was fun to see uh, that side of Kirk and, and even the psychologists, you know, like this is the first year using. So we always talked about like it, it might not have been just the, the Kevin O'Connell Zimmer. It might have been the psychologist, like having somebody to talk to and unload your issues. Maybe that helped Kirk Cousins loosen up and say, hey, look, man, just go have fun. Because even after the game, I like the one where they won. Uh, the was I think it was the coach game. And the 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 uh, Dr. Yeah. Bronwell said or Bronell said, enjoy this. Like, it's OK to enjoy this moment, you know, because Kirk's thinking like, well, you know, tomorrow I got to do this and I'll be in the office. And do this, and I got to get in the coach up. He's like, no, enjoy this moment, man. Like, it's OK to mm-hmm. celebrate and enjoy. You just you had the biggest comeback in NFL history. Enjoy these moments because they are not that's not normal. So I, I like that, too, that he showed the the other side of the mental health and how important it is. Um, but we got to talk about Justin Jefferson, man. Justin Jefferson, he's been in the media a lot. There's some Kirk Cousins conversation in there with Justin Jefferson, this contract with Justin Jefferson, and then Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith was, was Rodney Dangerfield right now. He gets no respect. So we'll talk about that next coming up. We have a word from our sponsors, though, and then we'll be back. Yeah, let's tell you about FanDuel today. It's a new week. There's a full slate of baseball games, and you can bet baseball at FanDuel. You can get 10 times your initial bet in bonus bets. So you put in 20 for your first bet, new customers, you get 200. Whether you win or lose, it's basically that no-sweat first bet. So you bet 20, you get 200, lay it down on a money line, an over-under, a home run hitter, any of the above. It's all in the safe, secure, super easy to use FanDuel Sportsbook app where you get paid instantly when you win. You can also check out FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim those $200 in bonus bets. FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel is a great way to play. They're an official partner of Major League Baseball. Well, Sam, as I said, all the people at home, if you're on Amazon Fire or Roku, if you have an Amazon Fire or Roku device, please make sure you subscribe and you download Locked On Sports Minnesota to your app. It's going to bring all of our videos, all of our shows right to your TV. It's kind of fun. And if you can, you know, you can watch us wherever you go. If you have a Roku device that travels with you, boom, plug it into your hotel TV. Your app's going to be on there, Locked On Sports Minnesota, wherever you are, you can see our pretty faces. Um, but Sam, now it's time to jump into topic number two for the day. Justin Jefferson, man, throw it at me. What you got? All right. Well, I, this was inspired by Mike Florio, who likes to put a lot of stuff out there. Uh, Mike Florio wasn't really reporting this. He was yeah. just wondering out loud if the Vikings are stalling on Justin Jefferson's contract because maybe he'd be like a massive trade piece if they have to rebuild this roster. I don't think he was saying that's going to happen, but he was kind of wondering right. aloud about it. And I'm curious, Ron, like, if the Vikings draw this out with Justin, is that going to upset him? If you were Justin, would you want to get this thing done now and not wait until the season? Like what, what, what are the factors at play here? If you're Justin Jefferson in your mind? Uh, Well, it's money is at play for the Vikings. So they have to make sure they're not going to be like, they can't offer him anything that will put them over the cap. So that's first. But again, this is also the best receiver in the world. So maybe he wants 180. I just don't know if the Vikings can afford a $30 million a year deal for six years. I just don't see it. But again, I also don't know what their thoughts are. So if I'm Justin Jefferson and I do know my number is 30 
and I have expressed that with my agent in the Vikings. Um, I don't know. I, I we don't know what the Vikings are telling his agent. Like they are having conversations, like, "Hey, man, we're going to get this done." Because Rob Brzezinski is like, "Hey, we're going to get this done, man," but I got to do X, Y, and Z. So maybe that's just enough to get Justin Jefferson to come, to be happy, to do all the stuff. Um, but yeah, I I think if it becomes like if it, and again, I, I'm never. I've I've always been taught never count another man's pockets. You never count. So if there's like if they're like, "Hey, we can offer you 25," he's like, "No, I want 27." Um, two million dollars doesn't seem like that should be an issue because it, it is an issue for the team because they can't go over the cap, but it shouldn't be the issue for the player. Like 27 versus 25, like look, give me my 25. Let's move on. Let's be happy about this. Kind of like TJ Watt did for the Steelers. You know, I don't know if you heard that story when uh they were going back and forth, his agent was and he walks off. It's like, man, give me that contract. Like, my agent is like telling me he doesn't think we think we should wait. Like, I want to play football. Give me the contract, I'll sign it. You know, like I don't know if that's where they're at, where the agent's pushing more, but I do know these conversations are happening um i just hope it doesn't spill over and create drama because that's what you don't want because then once you get drama it's like you really can't come back from it like it's it's kind of like you just got to move on if you create this drama and so yeah i don't know i think justin jefferson has all the leverage though that's the other problem but we we saw what happened with the tennessee titans they traded aj brown and look at them they're they, they just got deandre hopkins but it's taken them a while to find a, another franchise uh, receiver but i don't know what are your thoughts would you be mad I, I don't know if I'd be mad, but I think I would say, why why are you waiting? What have I done to to give you any doubt? Yeah. Right? Like, because I think if if they do wait till next year, mm-hmm. Jamar Chase is gonna set the market. Like Jamar Chase will probably beat him to the punch. And if you get someone like Chase, who's Jefferson's peer and his friend, setting the market, if he signs for 31, well then Jeff then it's clearly got to be more for Jefferson. Like whoever signs it first is going to set the mark. And then the next guy is going to go probably one step above. It's just the way these contracts work. Um, So I feel like if you're the Vikings, it's only going to get more expensive unless you're gambling that his production goes down or like, God forbid he gets injured and then Mm -hmm. his value, you know, goes down. You can save some money. That's not a great way to do business. So I think I would just wrap it up, take care of it. Now, Um, you know, you can, Again, he's young. You can spread this out over five, maybe even six years and try to lessen that initial hit on your cap. And they've got plenty of money down the road. That cap is going to open way, you know, the heck up once Kirk Cousins uh, money is off the books, if indeed they don't re-sign him. So I think they can afford it. They spread that thing out. So I, I just don't know what the motivation is to wait um, unless you have some other motive. And that's maybe that's why Florio is kind of wondering, would that even be on the table? Would they ever be in a position to want to trade him? I hope not. I think that'd be terrible. Um, but that's that's kind of the, until they sign it, it has to be in the back of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Until he signs it, they're always going to be wondering about it. But it is what it is. Before we get into the daily three, that's three questions. It's been about a minute each today. I'm going to speed that thing up. Um, but we're going to talk about Harrison Smith really quick because ESPN – had their top 10 safeties. Um, Micah Hyde was uh, left off the list too, though, and Jordan Poyer. So this is kind of like a, a, you know, in wait, is that right? Yeah. No, Yahoo Sports talked about it, though. But uh, do you have the list? Yeah, I do. This is the list. You want it? Okay. Yep. All right. ESPN is doing their top 10 at each position. Oh, yep, yep. 
voted on by uh, executives, coaches, and you know anonymous other uh, league personnel. Yeah, they go. Minka Fitzpatrick, Derwin mm-hmm. James, Justin Simmons, Buda Baker, Javon Holland, mm-hmm. Jesse Bates the mm-hmm. Third, uh, Kevin Bard or Biard, C.J. Gardner Johnson, Yep, Talanoa Hufunga, and Antoine Winfield really Jr. Ooh, Tweez, my boy Tweez. Um, yeah, so I'm looking at the list too. I was confused because it's on Yahoo, but then I then I'm as I read it, it makes more sense now. It says Yahoo is bringing it up too, like NFL execs from mm-hmm. all. So that's that's why I was confused because I saw the list and I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, this is Yahoo Sports, but yeah, Jordan Poyer was left off. Uh, Micah High was left off, both from the Buffalo Bills. Oh, maybe there's some Buffalo Bills bias there. <laughs> maybe they just don't like the Bills right now. Uh, but when you look at because this is their article is about Jordan Poirier and Micah High left off the list. That's all they care about. They didn't say anything about Harrison Smith. Um, but Minka Fitzpatrick, Derwin James, Justin Simmons, Buda Baker for sure, um, Javon Holland, CJ Gardner Johnson, because he was really good with the Eagles, uh, Talanoa uh, uh, Hufanga for the 49ers. I really like him. Antoine Winfield, I like him. Um, Jesse Bates. I, don't, I guess I haven't seen enough Falcons. And Kevin Byard, I feel like Tennessee Titans as well. I haven't seen enough. I I would say Poyer and and uh, one of those two should be on there, Micah Hyde and Poyer. But I know there was injuries mm-hmm. involved with those two. Like Hyde had the neck injury. But Harrison Smith, I wouldn't say insulted Sam after looking at this list and where he's at in his career age wise. But I will say he should have been honorable mention. Like he should have been mentioned in the group with uh, Poyer and, and Hyde as far as being left yeah. off. Um, do you have the honorable mention list? Yeah, yeah, he didn't even make that, or he didn't make the receiving votes. Like nobody voted for him. So the wow. honorable mentions are Marcus Williams, Quandre Diggs, Kyle Duggar, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, Xavier mm-hmm. McKinney, Jalen Petrie, and then receiving votes, Tyron Matthew, Eddie Jackson, Jeremy Chin, Jaron Curse got wow. votes, and Harrison Smith did not, and Justin Wow. Reed. Okay, yeah. Now you should be insulted. That's absolutely, oh my goodness, that's egregious. That is assault. That is a felony. And that's if you have priors, you should go to jail for three years. Like to, to vote, I love J. Ron Curse. And you guys know that. I've said that from when he was with the Vikings. I wish they had found a way to use him more as a big nickel because he did well with the, with the Cowboys. But to put J. Ron Curse and give him a vote, now again, that, that, that exec could have been a Cowboys exec. And not give Harrison Smith a vote? Oh my goodness erroneous erroneous on all counts like what are you doing (laughs) like man where is owen wilson and vince vaughn when you need them because this i need lawyers because that is erroneous like i need this stricken from the record i need can i treat this witness like a hostile witness your honor because whoever made that vote and picked j-ron curse over harrison smith you have lost your mind you have lost your oh my goodness, you've lost your mind. See, see, that's where you I knew you were gonna get me somehow, Sam. Because when I first yeah. saw the list, I was like, nah, we're gonna play this cool. J. Ron Curse got a vote over Harrison Smith. Like J. Ron Curse is really good. And I think he's a great up and coming. Like I said, I think he's one of the strongest, biggest. Like he's gonna be able to if they unlock him, I think he can cover tight ends well. I think he can hit his butt off. Like, I think he's really good. But Harrison Smith not getting a vote. What are we doing, people? What are we doing? But I don't know. We got to get out of here. So let's do this quick. We're going to, we got the daily three. That's three questions, 
three minutes each. But don't forget, people, Sirius XM, the Twins, you can catch every pitch of the Twins hometown broadcast by going to Sirius XM on the SXM app. Seattle Mariners tonight, 8.40 p.m. It's on the app. Just search Twins. This is going to be the Twins' chance to show us they are not as bad as we think they are. Like, I don't feel like the Mariners' owner, or sorry, owner, coach, general manager should be able to get up on the podium and say, they were who we thought they were. Like, you can't do that because the Twins are not who you thought they were. You might be up on them, and then the Twins are going to come back. Bats are going to come alive. They're going to win the game. And you cannot say, we had them. They were who we thought they were. You cannot say that about this Twins. But, hey, there's no way to find out if you don't go in the SiriusXM app. Just jump on the app, SXM app. Just search in the app market, whatever device you have, and you can search Twins and get it. But you know what? It's time for the Daily 3. It's three questions. We're going to spend about a minute each today. Sam, take it away. I like that Denny Green impression. That was good. That was really strong. <laughs> Rest uh, in peace, Denny. I yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Uh, Vikings question to kick us off. What do you think is their deepest position group heading into training camp? Heading into training camp, the Vikings' deepest position group to me, I don't know if they have one, honestly. Like, I don't feel like any group <laughs> has – like, if I'm going to pick one, like, because I can't say offensive line because we don't know about Ed Ingram. Uh, receiver, we really only have Justin Jefferson. We don't know what KJ Osborne and Jordan Addison are really going to do. Um, DB, you got Harrison Smith, I guess, Cam Bynum. You got uh, uh, Evans, linebacker, we don't know. DN, we're not sure, linebacker. I just, I, I really don't know, Sam. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know if they have, if I have to pick, like if there's a gun in my head, I got to pick. Um, I'm going to go with receiver, but the only reason is because you only need three. And so I think those three can get it done. And then you do have Jalen Rager. You do have some other guys. So I'd say that's going to be the one that has the most battles. I guess we're going to watch is that receiver. I don't know. What would you say? I would say safety. Okay. You've got the top 10 safety, Harrison Smith. <laughs> Cam Bynum is solid. Josh Metellus is the, the X factor. He is, yep. He's going to yep. do some stuff. And then you got a first round pick and scene uh, waiting in the wings. That's a pretty. And good you got court. the other. You got the other draft pick too from LSU. Uh, yeah, Jay. And, uh, why can't I think of his name? Jay. What is it? Jay. Is it? It's not Blanton. <laughs> it's not Robert Blanton. But go check out the show. Jay Ward. Jay Ward. Jay Ward. Yeah. So yeah. So so I, they do. You do have that. That is safety. I, I could see that one. Um, I was gonna say DB because I forgot they drafted a, a they drafted the corner too, right? From uh, USC, Makai Blackman. Yep. yep, yeah, yeah. So DB maybe you could say DB because Makai Blackman might be really good. You do have uh, Andrew Booth Jr. So there's some out there, but yeah, I don't I don't feel like any group is just deep. Like we've had some no. deep years in the past, but I don't feel like any group is just deep. But again, this might be a rebuilding time. What's what you got next? Yeah, next up, DeAndre Hopkins signs with Tennessee. Pretty generous two-year contract. What do you think of the fit with D-Hop and the Titans? I think the Titans are just trying to recreate what they had with A.J. Brown. So I think it can work. He is a one-on-one -on -one guy. A.J. Brown got a ton of one-on-one -on -one with the Titans. A.J. Brown's is good, though. He went to the Eagles and still dominated. Um, so, But I think DeAndre Hopkins in that offense, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to, though, Arthur Smith is gone. As we forget, Arthur Smith was the reason Tennessee's offense was killing it. He's gone to the Falcons now. And so it's going to come down to what they can get out of this offense. Derrick Henry is going to require eight in the box. I like the fit with DeAndre Hopkins because he's not going to have a ton of like, if you do keep two or three uh, high, you don't have enough in the box to stop Derrick Henry. And then if you bring some people down in the box, 
one-on-one, even two-on-one with DeAndre Hopkins, I'm going to take Hopkins. So I, I think it is a good fit. They're going to, like I said, they're going to try to get out of him what they were doing with A.J. Brown, which is a lot of play action, one-on-one type stuff. So it, sh- it could be good. Uh, what's the last one? Last one, uh, Steph Curry. This is a fun one. Steph Curry in the American Century Championship in Lake Tahoe. He won the Celebrity Golf Tournament over the weekend, and there's a lot of good golfers in that field. Steph Curry won it. He had a hole-in-one on Saturday and an eagle on Sunday to win it on the 18th green. Uh, Ron, what did you make of Curry's walk-off eagle, and have you ever had a hole-in-one or an eagle playing golf in your life? Because Steph Curry did both of those in the tournament. Uh, It was electric. I will say that like I watched a lot. I watch a lot of it anyway, though, because I I used to watch it because I used to like to see like the conversations like people would always be like, man, why is Adam Thielen talking to Aaron Rodgers so long? Is he going to be a Packer? You know, is Aaron Rodgers coming to the to the Vikings? Like, is he recruiting him? So now it's fun to see it, too, from the other side, because Aaron Rodgers and Adam Thielen still were hanging out. I forgot who else was in the picture with them. Or, and, and I saw some video because I follow Caitlin Thielen uh, as well. So she was videoing her husband walking up and down and playing. So I got to see a lot of that behind the scenes stuff, too. Uh, it was fun to see Steph Curry, you know, and Adam Thielen over there as well. Um, but no, I've never had an eagle. I've never had a walk off. I've had birdies. Uh, I've been close to a hole in one. I'm sorry, I've never had a hole in one either. I've been close to a hole in one. I've been close to an eagle uh, where I had like a tap in birdie on a on a um, on a par five because that's the thing. I, I hit the ball long with my first shot, but I'm just not great at like aim of my second shot. So I've had it where I've like gotten on in two on a par five, and then my eagle putt. I miss because it's far. It's like not close. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, I'm close and then I make a tap in. So I've had some close eagle opportunities, um, but never like almost in a scramble, almost had my own eagle because it was my drive, my second shot. And then I didn't make the putt, but a guy on my team made the putt for eagle. So again, I was kind of like, yeah, kind of Semi. an eagle for me, but no, yeah, I, I, I was one putt away from. So no, I've never had an eagle or a hole in one, but I've been close. Uh, what about you? Do you golf? Uh, I do golf. I've, like you, been close, been close on the hole in one, and I've hit the pin on a second shot oh. um, on a par four, which kicked off. Uh, Would have been an eagle, but no, I've I've yet to accomplish that. I think I think that someday the eagle will come. Hole in one is just that's just a crapshoot. I mean, you got to play so many rounds and give yourself so many opportunities to get the hole in one, and it might never happen for some. <clears> you know, some people in the PGA probably don't have one. So Correct. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not holding my breath on that one. Well, Sam it was a good show today, man. Appreciate everything you do. And remember people, if you want endless Vikings talk, make sure you subscribe to locked on sports, Minnesota on YouTube. All you need is email address. Just go to YouTube, put your email address in and then hit that follow or subscribe button for locked on sports, Minnesota. You get all of our videos, all of our shows. Also Amazon fire and Roku, iHeartMedia, uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, Please subscribe. And don't forget the SXM app. If you go to SiriusXM app, you can search Locked On Sports Minnesota. I did it. It's very simple. And then you have the shows on your phone as well. But I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Extra. We want to thank you guys for continuing to join us. Like, subscribe, comment, social media, follow us. 3Ron Johnson on Twitter and Instagram. I communicate and I interact with all the everyday listeners. So feel free to comment on whatever video. And I'm probably going to see it and have a comment back to you. Uh, feel free to tag me as well in your comment. But again, I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Ekstrom. It's the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. We'll see you guys tomorrow.